0: What's going on everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of PORNUMBER The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you, we get into it. Let's do it. I must go, I must leave this house. I must go, the time is now. I must go, it's time to get out. Okay, people, before we get started, I would appreciate it if you would hit that subscribe button and hit that bell to get notified. We drop new episodes of Foneva News every Saturday, 12 p.m. EST, and throughout the week, we re-upload those segments from that episode into smaller videos so that way it's more easier to digest and for your viewing pleasure. So I'd appreciate it if you would hit... Those buttons, subscribe, bell, and yeah, we do each other a service. I don't want to waste any more of your time. Let's get into it. Okay, people, and first story of the episode because boy, do we have a doozy of stories throughout this episode, but this one in particular. Might make you a little bit worried. I'm gonna be honest with you because while it's a story that maybe some of you are gonna be confused at first as to exactly why it relates to you, trust me, it's important. Because I was checking the news cycle this week and I came across a story that I didn't even realize was a story until I started digging a little bit deeper. Because there's an anime that just got announced for another season, it's called The Ancient Magus Bride and it's season two scheduled for April 2023. And again, you're probably like Fenev I've never even watched that series I ain't hear of it maybe some of you have but I'm sure there's a lot of people that are a little bit confused again okay what's the big deal well the studio that is attached is Studio Kafka and again you're probably like okay who's Studio Kafka what does that mean what's going on here well this title in particular again the ancient magus bride was originally done by a different studio so when it got announced for another season a lot of people were very excited and whatnot and then they got faced with Studio Kafka as the anime production studio and initially this was done by Studio Wit now in case you don't know about Studio Wit they've had some massive bangers come out of there for quite some time now but but they've been in trouble recently for the last few years I've heard nothing but hey we got this that we lost we got that that we lost we're in debt because if I'm not mistaken two of the biggest titles that they've lost and I want to say they've lost another one or two don't quote me on that but they've lost Attack on Titan and that went to Studio Mappa, and they lost Vinland Saga which also went to Studio Mappa. I don't need to explain to you how massive Attack on Titan is and the fact that they lost that is a huge blow to the company and then on top of that villain saga another very big and popular title as well they lost it and then i heard a few years ago maybe even a year two at the most that they were 4.5 million dollars in debt which I don't need to explain to you that being millions of dollars in debt is not a good thing I remember Studio Wit when they first launched it was like a spinoff of Production IG Production IG very big studio they've done some very big titles and whatnot but I remember being like yo Studio Wit is it you know what I'm saying we got some massive stuff coming out of there and little by little they have been taking big L's millions of dollars lost they lost Attack on Titan they lost Vinland Saga they're still trying to get by they got ranking of kings right now I would say that that's probably one of the biggest titles that they have alongside Spy Family but Spy Family is a joint collaboration with Studio Cloverworks so that's not exclusively their title and also the fact that they're doing co-production with another studio which is not a common thing usually they will have the title like an anime studio will have the title to a series and then maybe they'll you know let sub studios from different places handle the animation on certain episodes but it's always primarily hey it's studio Mappa, it's studio ufotable it's studio x y and z and to hear that they lost yet again another title the ancient maggot's bride um that's not good at all man i mean there's always some good and some bad like i said they've taken major l's we did hear last episode of Forever news that there's possibility that they might be handling the dawn the dawn anime. That's coming. They recently followed the author of Donda Don over on Twitter, so it kind of looked like a good sign. But again, at what cost? Because it is a little, to a certain degree, of an adjustment moving from studio to studio with anime. I think it's gotten better, especially as of recent, like the transition from Attack on Titan being with Studio Wit to Studio Mappa. While it hasn't been flawless, and there's definitely been complaints, for the most part, it wasn't jarring. It wasn't like, oh, geez, I can't even get into this. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't that horrible. But still, I don't like getting. Into an anime, and then you know, hey, the next season you gotta worry. I mean, look what happened with One Punch Man from season one to two, going from Madhouse to Studio Was a Shaft, if I'm not mistaken. It was a massive difference in terms of the quality of animation. So, while I'm not necessarily the most familiar with the ancient Magus Bride, ultimately, this is a sign that is it a bad thing at this point for something to go to Studio with exclusively? Because if we're gonna keep on having cases of hey, they have it, then next season or the season after that they don't that's gonna make me worrisome of like yo what happens when it doesn't get pulled off properly what happens when Studio MAPPA aren't the ones to come and rescue the IP what happens then you know what I'm saying like is the Ancient Magus Bride season 2 by Studio Kafka gonna be able to live up to the quality of art and animation that a studio wit can provide it makes me worry I mean granted there is a silver lining in all of this and you're probably gonna say well what silver lining dog The 4.5 million in the whole they've lost three titles, big titles at that. What could be the silver lining? And I'll be honest, the silver lining isn't necessarily to do with studio wit, but this change in the anime industry where anime has gotten so much more popular now that it's a viable option to allow other studios to essentially rescue IPs for season twos and threes. It gives hope for some other stuff that maybe we're not necessarily fond of the studio attached. That who knows, maybe if there's trouble in paradise, other studios could come and rescue and I'm just saying I don't want to point any elbows but Tokyo Ghoul you know what I'm saying Studio Piro aside from like Boruto and the newfound Bleach styles in your Blood War anime what is really going on over there I'm just saying you know maybe even Boruto no that's never gonna happen it makes too much money but the point being is that there's a possibility now that when trouble is in paradise some studios might be able to give up the license to certain titles and we could see you know a new Tokyo Ghoul anime a lot of fans of Tokyo Ghoul have been screaming for years upon years upon years hey dog, what's going on man we want another Tokyo Ghoul anime a remake please like they didn't do a great job with the adaptation season 2 was abysmal and the re-anime it was a whole other animal in and of itself so there's a silver lining there because back in the day it would usually be like for example with the studio Madhouse it would get a season 1 and then if Madhouse didn't want to do anything well they're Madhouse they got money they don't care they're just gonna hold on to the license and keep selling merch and that's about it so now now in this new age where anime is so popular that it could still see potentially a profit going to a different studio now we could probably be talking about some of those lost titles that we always wanted either a remake or another season that is a viable option which Years ago, it would be Madhouse did season one, and that's it. You're never getting any more of it. So there's a little silver lining here, but it is unfortunate that Studio Wit is definitely struggling. It's very apparent. They got some titles, they're trying to make their way through, and I'm thinking that Don the Dawn will be a big one for them that could make them some money. But again, if Don the Dawn doesn't make the threshold or meet the threshold that they're looking for, what happens? And that's all assuming that they even got the title to begin with. Ranking of Kings. Could it be a possibility when season two rolls around that we're not gonna be with Studio Wit? And again, what happens when these titles go to a studio that aren't the best at production quality and we go from like what Studio Wit can produce at times, a nine to a 10 out of 10 to a seven out of 10. A One Punch Man season one to two, type of situation what happens then Sway so I hate to be the bearer of bad news but stuff like this its a good and a bad other titles from different studios that maybe the first season wasn't great and we want to remake from the ground up hey if they're not doing that well and now that this is becoming more of a thing we could see remakes and stuff like that but yeah Studio Wood is struggling and despite the fact that Spy Family is doing very well gotta keep in mind that they're doing co-production with Cloverworks so they're probably getting a 50-50 split and that's not gonna save them. So we'll see what happens, but Studio Wit definitely in troubled waters, so to speak, and it's a shame because Studio With does so much amazing jobs with their adaptations, and it's not looking bueno, mates. Next up, Black Clover fans. A lot of people been hitting me up recently, like, yo, Faneb, why do you wanna talk no more Black Clover news? Well, I don't make the news, I just report on it, and we finally got a little bit of news. Probably not the news you want to hear per se, because it's not good news, but hey, it's something Black clover related. Because it was, I want to say a while ago now that there was a Black Clover popularity poll that was conducted. It hasn't been shown for a long time. To be honest with you, I forgot all about it, and I love those popularity polls. It kind of gives us an idea of the pulse of the series, whether it be in Japan or worldwide or whatnot. And Black Clover had one that was again done quite some time ago. However, it seems as though there might be some troubled water or something is afoot so to speak because according to this it says results for Black Clover's sixth popularity poll originally scheduled for early September has been postponed to a later date no exact date has been announced but they'll keep us updating and I believe there was a follow-up tweet that said basically the reasoning behind this is that they need to recount votes or something like that which kind of just sounds a little bit bizarre I mean granted the voting from the magazines you know like the you know the ones that they fill out over there in Japan when they get the magazines I guess that could be something that comes into play but if there was any online voting system the only reason I could see why they would need to do a recount would be that maybe there was a massive mess up there like a glitch or a server was hacked or something like that because what other reason would there be to postpone this unless maybe there's something there because it was supposed to be a big Black Clover Shonen Jump cover Uh, coming up and I believe that that was going to be the big thing so it could be that there's some trouble there the positive side that's possible could be that maybe they're holding off because don't forget despite the fact that it's been over 500 and I believe like 30 days by the time you're seeing this it's been like 530 days since we had the Black Clover movie announced there's nothing other than a date and a very small not even really a full length type of trailer uh, for 2023 so that's really all we know so it could very well be that they're waiting for the right moment closer to maybe release and boom we'll get the popularity poll we'll get that the movie you know maybe a trailer and a release date for the movie and more info on it because it's been rough being a black clover fan with a three-month hiatus for the manga recently the anime ended back in march of 2021 no return date or even a return for that matter confirmed for the series so we don't know if black clover is gonna go the way of a lot of other classic shonens that never got their full finished ending although i'm imagining and this is a theory here but considering what happened with Bleach recently that Bleach was basically you know put off a million years you know over a decade plus of the Bleach anime and then they came back and boom now the I I believe it hasn't been officially confirmed but the big word is that Bleach's thousand year blood war anime is going to be going to Disney plus and that's a whole other animal problems in and of itself it could very well be that they're trying to build up anticipation for this thing similar to what happened with Bleach because after a decade fans were screaming give us Bleach back give us bleach back so it could be that they're trying to do that and also I'd imagine it would be a massive massive bag for Studio Piro, Shueisha Shonen Jump and everybody involved if Black Clover was to basically come out and they struck a deal with a Netflix or whatever you know basically streaming services there for that big bundle release because I'm imagining that's the main reason why Bleach is if it's indeed confirmed going to Disney Plus is the fact that boom they get a big massive bag from the streaming service they don't gotta worry about if they could possibly recoup how is this gonna happen and since the anticipation will be there, because it's already been, you know, we're going on two years since the Black Clover anime has been over, and there's a massive fandom for Black Clover, let's not forget that, despite the fact that the manga sales aren't, like, the craziest thing in the world, it doesn't sell, like, a Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, even My Hero Academia, the anime on the other side of things was massively popular, the anime on streaming services, I remember Crunchyroll released the stats, and, like, in a gajillion freaking countries, Black Clover's anime streamed extremely well it was number one all over the place so that could be an incentive of we're building up the hype anticipation and all of that jazz black clover's manga is on its final arc the closer we get to the final arc and the movie announcement the closer we could possibly see a black clover anime return and all of that jazz and i know i kind of derailed off of this whole situation of the delay but i'm saying to say that they're probably delaying this popularity poll for a later date to have like a big cover of shonen jump movie announcement like an official really good trailer coming with it and more insight into what the heck this whole thing is gonna be about and maybe tying into the potential and I feel inevitable return of the Black Clover anime I have no doubt in my mind in some form or another whether it be again a Netflix comes with a massive bag like I am here to save you Black Clover motherfuckers like something's gonna happen there so hopefully this is not bad news of like not many people voted or something like that and it's good news that they're just lining things up for some other announcement that they're coming with with Black Clover and hopefully it's the movie hopefully it's you know the anime something there but we gotta wait and see either way Black Clover's popularity poll has been postponed until a later date unknown and according to them it's to recount votes and stuff like that which I I just feel like what? this is just There's not that many votes for these things, and what happened, did y'all misplace the bag of votes? Like, huh? Moving forward, now we got some great, great, I mean, Tony the Tiger, great! They're great! News! that you're probably going to be jumping out of your chair for because y'all already know we've been highly anticipating two anime that a lot of people are saying are going to be fighting for what's going to be the hottest one of this upcoming season of anime, one of which has been in a little bit of limbo, a lot of second guessing due to rumors and leaks and all sorts of stuff, but either way, we have info and official release dates, not just the year, not just the month, the actual dates for the Bleach and chainsaw man anime along with a couple of pieces of info for what's to come with them and i am gonna lie i am massively excited finally we're gonna know exactly when it's coming let's start off with chainsaw man because according to this it says chainsaw man announces october 12th premiere which i saw october 11th a couple of other places i'm imagining maybe in japan it'll be october 12th but because of the time difference over here we'll get it october 11th so 11th or 12th look around but more than likely I'm gonna guess it's actually the 11th over here and they're just reporting that in Japan it's gonna be on the 12th but for us since we're like 14 hours behind Japan will probably get it on the 11th and also we got a little piece of information that says Ryu Nakayama the director of Jujutsu Kaisen's episodes helms action adventure TV anime at Studio MAPPA. so we have the director of Jujutsu Kaisen working on Chainsaw Man and we got it coming October 11 12th, again probably the 11th and that is freaking amazing, I ain't gonna lie finally we know, now you know to mark your calendars, October 11th or 12th-ish, Chainsaw Man's coming, and we know we're in good hands because there's no doubts, I don't think from anybody that the adaptation of Jujutsu Kaisen Season 1 was amazing they did an incredible job, so the fact that we got the director from Jujutsu Kaisen I think Studio Mappa really understands, they get that this title is extremely important to anime fans right now, this could probably be one of the most historic anime of all time considering the fact that the fandom is as huge as if it's had an ongoing anime for like five years now and it hasn't even had one episode yet so with that being said them doing all of this putting the jujutsu kaisen director on board means they're not playing games, and I expect nothing but 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. I'm going to just be honest with you. Expectations, not only from myself, but from all the people that have heard the praise, the singings of, yo, Chainsaw Man is that. It, it is him. Denji is him. You know what I'm saying? It better come with the heat. We cannot settle for anything less than greatness. They're great! Period. But yeah, mark your calendars for that one. And then, Bleach fans, after a decade plus of waiting. We finally got the announcement and a little bit of insight for it as well for the Bleach anime return and this one I believe is unanimous on the release date. It says here Bleach Thousand Year Blood War Arc TV anime is scheduled to start broadcasting on October 10th 2022 so the 10th and 11th more or less you got Bleach and Chainsaw Man I'm not even gonna lie this is gonna be absolutely incredible dog we're gonna have every freaking week back-to-back Bleach and then Chainsaw Man do you understand like I was already hyped of you know uh, hey we're having two very awesome titles that are gonna be coming out with new anime and stuff like that Chainsaw Man finally getting me anime, Bleach returning after a decade plus but then we have back To back, a part of me is a little bit like stressed out of like dog, it's gonna be a lot to talk about with both series, but at the same time, I'm just ecstatic that finally some really awesome anime is coming, I haven't been that enthusiastic about watching anime, I've been more in my manga bag for a bit now these two is gonna restore the feeling I have no doubt in my mind, and we also got a little bit more insight that says here Bleach's Thousand Year Blood War TV anime opening ending have been revealed the opening is called Scar by Kitani Tatsuya, and the ending ending is Saihate by Senra Rin so we got the opening we got the ending and and I'm not even going to lie fam Bleach returning October 10th hopefully they do a lot of what fans have been hoping for and what I mean by that is a lot of fans have been wanting for them to change certain aspects or add on to certain things and I believe the creator Kubo has already confirmed that some fights that weren't shown are going to be shown some stuff is going to be extended and whatnot. so it looks like this is going to be one of the best seasons for shonen anime fans period I mean this is going to be nuts and while I got you here I also got a little bit more insight on Chainsaw Man anime not in particular about that release date but according to this it says the Chainsaw Man world premiere stage greetings with the latest information will again be streamed on September 9th the stream is only posting the premiere stage greeting not the world premiere itself but I do recall when One Punch Man's anime was coming out that there was a big leak that it came out like you know in September and we didn't actually have the official release until October so anything's possible and I'm not gonna lie when it comes to Chainsaw Man one of my Favorite manga of all time, as you right right there, you see right there, yeah. Um, I I might actually put on my my Luffy straw hat, you know what I'm saying, and get my watch on if it drops a month beforehand. I'm just saying, you never know what's possible. But yes, people, Chainsaw Man, Bleach, Bleach, October 10th, Chainsaw Man, October 11th ish, 12 ish. Again, I keep seeing conflicting dates, but it's more than likely the 11th for us over here in the West. Let's go, baby. I am so pumped. This is this is gonna be a good time, fam. It's gonna be a good time to be an anime fan let's go okay people next up one piece fans i got a slew of one piece stories for you guys a whole bunch of just great news in general all around for the series for the franchise as a whole let's jump straight into it for starters one piece manga now it's been Uh, uh, I guess a big question on what's happening with One Piece's manga in terms of the success because we know that the longer an IP goes, the more it's going to decrease in popularity. It just is what it is, it's not you know One Piece's fault, no series is exempt from this, no franchise is exempt from this, that if you keep on releasing, fans little by little will fall off and we've been reporting for months now on the One Piece manga status in terms of sales and I've seen personally firsthand One Piece's manga sales over the years, slowly but surely decrease. And it's natural, it's nothing to say like, hey, One Piece fell off, it's just the way of the world. When things keep on going, little by little, fans lose interest. However, it seems as though One Piece's film, Red, has restored the feeling in terms of a lot of that catalog of One Piece manga has been going nuts. Basically, One Piece's manga has seen a resurgence in sales and not just the latest volumes. Like, this is freaking nuts. According to this, it says, Older One Piece volumes are breaking Japan's top manga sales ranking as Film Red seems to have created a new interest for the series. A record of over 60 One Piece volumes have entered the daily top rankings, the highest number the series has ever had. And I want to say majority of them are older volumes. So it's like a lot of the older stuff, it seems as though a lot of people are maybe even younger kids. They went with their parents and stuff like that. Because you got to imagine, over there, One Piece has been popping since you know the manga came out 97 anime 99 so a lot of these people their parents and some are probably even grandparents if they were old enough when they got into one piece back in the day they have kids and grandchildren they probably brought their kiddos to the theaters and whatnot the kids fell in love with it thought it was amazing from from what i'm understanding a lot of like uta singing and the badassery of course of shanks and the straw hat pirates and the sales are going nuts and I love to see it because it was a little sad to see, you know, the Goliath. I remember 2011 one piece selling like 36, 37 million copies in a single year. And I always felt like, yo, if any series that is running and shown and jump deserves something crazy like that, it was one piece. Like when I caught up with one piece, I'll never forget to me. You couldn't tell me anything ever created was as good as one piece, like game of Thrones back when it was really good. Uh, Get it out of here. Anything, Dexter, live actions. I was just any anime or manga doesn't come close to One Piece, so back then I was really excited to see, and now in this current day, you know, a 100 plus volumes deep, I'm happy to say that it seems as though the One Piece manga is doing very well again, and shout outs to Film Red, I can't stress enough how excited I am for this film, because if it's doing this, this is a good sign, and since we're talking about Film Red, let's get an update and see what's happening with the film's success thus far. Because according to this, it says One Piece Film Red stays at number one. The One Piece Film Red anime stayed at number one for a fifth straight weekend. God, five weekends straight at the Japanese box office. The film earned... Uh, basically $4.96 million, almost $5 million from Friday to Sunday, and sold almost half a million tickets over the weekend. The film has now sold over 9,298,000 tickets for a cumulative total of about $92.34 million. One Piece Film Red has topped the Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time. Film as the number 10 all-time highest grossing anime film in Japan and is now the ninth highest earning anime film in Japan of all time. It also topped Top Gun Maverick to become the highest earning film to open in Japan so far this year. The film is now the 21st highest grossing film in Japan of all time. So this is the 21st biggest film in Japan, period. Not just anime and whatnot. That's freaking nuts. And on top of that, it is the ninth highest grossing anime film yet. Like... This is freaking nuts. And I guess also shows the power of a film. Of what a film can do. Especially in the anime and manga realm. We've seen time and time again that when a film pops off, it does wonders. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, when that came out, did wonders. My god, do I need to tell you guys. I mean, if you've been following Forever News the last few years. Then you know Demon Slayer Mugen Train pretty much, I don't want to say made Demon Slayer because the TV anime really did its job especially after episode 19, they never looked back but that movie was an animal in and of itself so to see that One Piece is finally getting one of those films that do the same job that those Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer movies did clap it up baby clap it up our favorite freaking pirates are making major moves again 21st biggest film in all of japan all time not just anime and the number nine highest anime film of all time like love to see it and the last piece of one piece news again it goes in line with this whole film red that again they're confirming one piece film red is scheduled for october in the usa and they released a new trailer for one piece film red which i'm understanding this and i like to get you guys what i understand from my understanding from my viewpoint and perspective i noticed that when they release trailers for like different regions it seems as though they like to use those trailers to cater to the interests of those regions i guess you would say like that's probably why we get different trailers like we get the first big trailer second big trailer over there you know in japan just to sell everything they possibly can over there and then when it's time for okay it's coming to the u.s now they're like well what does the u.s mainly like over there you know they like emotions they like actions they kind of reorganize and re-strategize for the trailer that's gonna be released over there and I just wish we had a freaking date so I could mark my calendar like October when considering yeah my Octobers are gonna be pretty plentiful with bleach and chainsaw man animes you should probably go check out that story but yeah one piece is just it's doing the damn thing baby October film red over here in the US as soon as we have an exact date believe me I will inform you guys and yeah one piece greatness all around we Go baby, we still charging up the charts. Let's do it. Okay, people, moving forward an update on the sales success for Dragon Ball Super Superhero the movie. Y'all know that it's been a very complicated situation with Dragon Ball Super Superhero in Japan, not doing so well, one of the worst Dragon Ball movie performers of pretty much the last decade plus. But over here in the US, it's been tearing it up. And now we got another update that shows again, it's tearing it up. Dragon Ball Super Superhero edges out Jujutsu Kaisen 0 as number four all-time anime film in the U.S. I think now it's a little bit official because there's a few different reports on what Jujutsu Kaisen Zero had done in the box office over here in the West, but this one is giving us clarification on exactly what went down. The Dragon Ball Super superhero anime film is earning an estimated 34932582 after Labor Day weekend, its third weekend in North America. That estimate brings the film just above Jujutsu Kaisen Zero that had 34500000 yeah, These numbers have been a little bit wonky because I think I saw in the last one we reported that Jujutsu Kaisen had did like 28 or 29 million and then another report said 33. This report is now saying that Jujutsu Kaisen 0 did 34. It's somewhere in the ballpark between 28 and 35 million and uh, Jujutsu Kaisen has been surpassed by Dragon Ball Super Superhero, which again, I'm not surprised considering, uh, yeah, initially I was. I guess I would have been surprised if it wasn't the fact that I saw the movie myself and seen the success and that people are loving As the number four highest grossing anime film ever at the U.S. box office, once again unadjusted for inflation, which... You put inflation in there, things might look a little different. The two films are now the number 28 and 29 films at the U.S. box office this year, below Downtown Abbey, A New Era, and above The Northmen, The Bob's Burgers movies, and Beast. The only other anime films that have earned more in their final U.S. box office totals are, again, Pokemon the First movie, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, and Pokemon the Movie 2000, which I do think that we have potential to pass two of those i just don't ever see at the very least for the time being anything passing pokemon the first movie i've said it before and i'll say it again that movie was ridiculous with the level of success so we'll see but i'm not gonna hold my breath for now at the very least as anime is continuing to grow and expand internationally yeah there's potential down the road but even with this film considering it wasn't unanimously praised there's a lot of people that probably went and seen Broly and didn't go see this film probably stopping it from what it potentially could have done so there's that it was almost like a trade in fandoms a lot of people stopped watching it a lot of people jumped in and said you know what I want to see this one and of course Dragon Ball Super Superhero beat Dragon Ball Super Broly that did 30 million in 2018 with its last weekend alone although there's a little bit of an unfair comparison I'm gonna say that it's kind of blinding people and we talked about it a little bit last week but essentially Dragon Ball Super Superhero had like double if not more of the amount of theaters that it was in so i definitely feel like that speaks volumes as to well what would have happened if dragon ball super broly was in the same amount of theaters as superhero you know what i'm saying considering the fact that 3,000 theaters is a lot more than... I want to say it was like 1,900 or 1,200. I forget exactly how many, but it wasn't more than 2,000 theaters. Imagine if Broly was not that amount of theaters. What could have been? So I think that's where, you know, Sony and all of these other companies that have come in recently and been purchasing anime companies, studios and all that jazz and licensors over here. Now they have the pull to pull some strings and boom now anime is a little bit more accessible because I want to say when Broly came out it was still under the Funimation exclusive flag, and at that time, Funimation hadn't been, you know, I guess, combined or bought out yet by Sony. And now, of course, they have Crunchyroll as well. So now things are a little bit more possible than they were back then, where you could get these movies into theaters that probably wouldn't have accepted an anime film, period. But yeah, people, Dragon Ball Super Superhero continuing to tear up the charts, once again surpassing Jujutsu Kaisen. And now it's like one of the biggest movies of the year. Like, Anime films, fam. They slept on us for a long time, but we here. Next up hunter hunter fans yoshihiro tagashi enthusiasts so to speak i got some updates on hunter hunter in particular it seems as though all of the info we've had since the summer return of yoshihiro tagashi to social media and his daily posts of what's going on and whatnot it looks like hunter hunter's return is right around the corner because according to this it says yoshihiro tagashi confirms that except for one double page spread hunter hunter's next volume work is now completed so meaning however many chapters that volume is gonna have whether it's seven or ten it's ready to go and I'm curious if they're gonna continue the model that they used to use of serializing each chapter in the magazines of Weekly Shonen Jump and then putting out the volume because I always thought that that's what they did anyways like Tagashi would come hey I got a couple of books for you guys and then they would put each chapter out in the magazine and then eventually do the volumes and they very well could but I almost feel like at this point like how many of those people that was reading Hunter x Hunter back in the day are still reading Shonen Jump and I'm talking about Specifically the people that came for Hunter x Hunter. I understand that One Piece has been going on pretty much longer than Hunter x Hunter was. But the difference is, One Piece has been consistently releasing manga year after year in the magazine. A lot of those Hunter Hunter fans, I'd imagine that they just came for Hunter x Hunter, are probably not reading Weekly Shonen Jump no more. Like, you gotta think that that was a long time ago. And despite, you know, it coming back here and there, the hiatuses and whatnot have... I don't want to say kill the hype, but probably deterred a lot of people that maybe they used to sit around in Weekly Shonen Jump waiting for those next chapters. I think it would honestly even be more so beneficial for Hunt the Hunter sales to just drop the volume. Like instead of putting it out and fans read it and then eventually, you know, you hope the collectors go and buy it. Why not just boom? Here's a brand new volume. Go buy it. I'd be willing to bet that sales will be ridiculous. You put out maybe some advertisements for it and Weekly showing Shonen Jump, or dare I say it, even serialize a couple of chapters first, maybe like two or three, get people going, leave it off on a cliffhanger, and oh, we got the volume coming out. And I'm speaking strictly from a sales perspective. Fan-wise, yeah, just give us the chapters, you know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about from a money standpoint, it would be a lot smarter to probably just advertise the living crap out of it, put one of those trailers that they be putting out, those manga PVs and whatnot for Hunt the Hunter x Hunter, and yo new volume out on stands right now go check it out i'm be willing to bet that it will sell a lot more that way than just hey i already read all those chapters and jump maybe i'll buy it maybe i won't people are gonna run out in droves to go buy those volumes if that's the only way they created read it right there. And then eventually, you know, maybe put it out on after a long time of it being out on digital apps to get people to come back to the digital. Like there's a lot of different ways now to do this opposed to back in the day where it was pretty much their only resolve is, yeah, let's just, you know, serialize it weekly. like. A lot of those Hunter x Hunter fans I'd imagine have moved on and I'm specifically speaking about the diehards that used to read it in Shonen Jump, It'd be better to just bring the volume to them. And in some other comical Yoshihiro tagashi news, I don't want to say comical because this would probably make me rage, according to tagashi he recently said that he cannot connect to the fixed position Wi-Fi meaning for whatever reason he can't get connected to his Wi-Fi and I wouldn't be surprised if that's him making an excuse from now on so that maybe he could be a little bit inconsistent in them releases. Yoshihiro she one of the most inconsistent geniuses I will always say that or I will always wonder what would have been of Hunter Hunter had Togashi not had all of these issues and hiatuses and whatnot like would Hunter Hunter have surpassed the big three or even been on the level at the very least of the big three Naruto One Piece and Bleach in terms of success worldwide like make no mistake about it Hunter Hunter extremely successful but the heights that Naruto and all of them had seen there's always going to be that question of could Hunter x Hunter have been that spot. Instead of Naruto, could it have been Hunter the Hunter being the big thing in the US? We'll never know I guess, but either way, new Hunter the Hunter incoming and Tagashi's having Wi-Fi problems! Yeah! Man, <laughs> gotta love that guy. Okay people next up, a very funny news piece that I figured I'd share with you because like, I always find these to be a little bit comical. Now granted, some of them can be awesome and to this point, I still would really love if they brought this to the US, brought it to Broadway or anything like that, but apparently they're doing a New Attack on Titan musical. Yes, people. says, Attack on Titan manga gets stage musical next January. Kodansha announced on Monday that Hajime Isayama's Attack on Titan manga is inspiring a stage musical that will run at the Oryx Theater in Osaka on January 7th to the 9, 2023 and at the Senkan Hall in Tokyo on January 14th to 24th, 2023. There's a poster, which I ain't gonna lie, for the most part, even though there's a million pounds of CG all over the place, they look pretty solid, the actors there. And it says... Go Ueki is directing the play with a script by Masafumi Hata. Hip-hop artist, ooh, they bring bringing hip-hop into there. Hip-hop artist Ken the 390. <laughs> Ken the 390. Sounds like Royce the Five-Nine. Like, yo, why not just bring Royce in? Why y'all playing with my guy? It's the music director with lyrics by Kaori Miura. The staff aims to combine traditional staging and music with the latest technology to recreate the Attack on Titan world. And how does that work? For starters, how are you gonna have like the Titans? Unless you're gonna have people like on stilts with Titan costumes. How the hell does that work? Are you gonna have like projection screens behind them with the titans there like that sounds a little bit bizarre on top of that it's a musical so it's gonna be like i am erin that titan is really fucking big help me now mikasa erin-kun i'm coming (laughs) i mean granted it would be a riot and stuff like that but yeah like some stage play musicals and stuff maybe could work like naruto you know dress them up like naruto characters and perform or whatnot but the titans like it's gotta be people with costumes and stilts or projection screens like how else does that work and also it just sounds a little bit silly but you never know maybe it would be awesome I'd love to see it regardless just to check it out and hopefully someday anime gets big enough over here internationally for them to say yeah let's do some stage plays over there because I'd check in immediately like between waiting for anime films this would be a really awesome thing to do on the side of like Yo, dog! there's a new, you know what I'm saying, Attack on Titan, Dragon Ball, Villain Saga, stage play. Let's go check it out. Yes, people, Attack on Titan musical happening over there in Japan, and we probably won't be able to see it aside from clips on YouTube. Yeah. Okay, people, next up. In case you didn't know, there's three Berserk films that was released a few years back. I want to say maybe like 2012-ish. They released three films that adapted the Golden Age arc, and despite the 2016 Berserk anime CG, the CG that was used in those films because it was like a blend of you get some 2d shots and then like if it's really complex it would throw in some 3d and from time to time there'll be 3d even on simple scenes but it seems as though from what we've gathered in the last episode we talked about that berserk is getting a essential remaster of those three films with updated scenes and a whole bunch of cool stuff and we have a little bit more insight into this and berserk fans it's time baby and also october i can't stress enough october if you're an anime fan in october Mm, 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 baby it's gonna be beautiful berserk ogan jidai hen memorial edition berserk the golden age arc memorial edition reveals a third key visual Yutasano, the person that did kaiju no komodo 3d cg helms anime at studio 4c in october 2022 and this key visual i'm not even gonna lie looks beautiful and based on again what we know they're gonna be updating scenes hopefully fixing some of the cg scenes that looked really bad considering technology has updated now they can even recreate some scenes and it makes me think too like if they're doing that right like if they're gonna possibly update some of these scenes then Who knows, maybe they're creating aesthetics for something further down the road, and they're like, well, we could reuse them for some shots here in the golden age movies and stuff like that, you never know. I'm gonna look at it again as this is a test to see how far they could take Berserk now that, you know, it went, viral and everybody's been talking about it with the unfortunate and untimely demise of the late great god of manga uh, Kentaro Miura again I think that this is a test to see if people are rocking with Berserk to that level and I'm hoping that this does well enough that they look at it and say you know what this is awesome let's go do something else with the IP let's make some more greatness with Berserk and give it the proper adaptation that it deserves or it could be that this studio who knows maybe the license for the Berserk anime is running out and they're like let's do something else before we lose it because we know somebody else is about to grab up the rights and do some crazy stuff so let's do one last hoorah before Berserk goes off and we don't have a hold of it anymore I don't know but either way I know that this key visual looks dope and I'm really hoping that the Berserk movies now look damn near to perfection if they're gonna be updating some scenes because Berserk deserves nothing less I'm just saying moving forward people of My Hero Academia fandom we got an updated trailer for the upcoming My Hero Academia anime season 2006, and it just basically says, you know, the anime is coming in October as well. We got a new PV and I'll be honest with you, from what I gathered and what I saw in the trailer, it doesn't look like they're putting their all foot forward of like a season two quality. Cause season two I'd argue was probably one of the peaks if not season three of the level of art and animation that they brought forth for the My Hero Academia anime. And based on the visuals I saw from the trailer, like I said, it doesn't seem like it's going to be immaculate. They didn't show everything big or whatnot, Mainly, I'm mostly excited and hoping that they give us, at the very least, a decent adaptation, considering this is supposed to be, and in the manga it was, like the best things I've seen out of the My Hero Academia manga thus far. Like, I'm really hoping that they put their best foot forward into it, because, I want some real freaking awesome stuff with this one. This deserves it nonetheless. And considering Studio Bones' head was recently talking about how much they put into the Mob Psycho anime and how all of these anime have different like subdivisions working on them or whatnot. I would really love for my hero to get what it deserves for this season, especially of like some of the best stuff this anime has to offer. Like this is supposed to be the best of the best Please don't, you know, short staff it. Please don't give us mid, so to speak. This is supposed to be legendary. And the trailer, it looked aight, but it wasn't blowing me away or anything like that. I feel the beginning of the trailer probably looked better than the rest of it. But yeah, new My Hero Academia anime trailer for season six. We can hope that, uh, hopefully they do right by the remainder of the series because, yeah, this is supposed to be great. And trailer didn't really give me great. great. Moving forward, quick update for Jump Festa 2023 in case you don't know what Jump Festa is it is a massive gathering and festivities that usually happens around like mid to late December of the year where they announce pretty much all of the upcoming anime that are coming the new adaptations that they're bringing any movies any films like we usually get a lot well we're supposed to some years they let us down like I'm never gonna forgive that big super stage for the Boruto series and we just got like some trailers of recapping what happened in Boruto and naruto that was not cool but according to this it says jump festa 2023 will be revealing new information next week and weekly shonen jump issue number 42 and from what i gather it seems as though they're going to be announcing which series and which ip are going to be getting super stages and usually super stages usually are to like announce big things to come so again it'll be like hey this is the next arc that's gonna happen for the anime or hey it's getting a spin-off series like i was i want to say jump festa that they announced that Boruto manga was actually happening that was like a very big deal so they're probably going to be announcing which series which they better give a couple of super stages I'm not even gonna lie we better get a Boruto super stage a real super stage for something big to come hopefully a film or dare I say it the time skip that was promised already like two jump Festas ago for the Boruto series like hey what happened with that and they didn't even bring the author now that I think about it to the last one either it's been a mess we better get a Black Clover super stage that is going to announce and bring the trailer the real trailer for the black clover movie like that's a must come on y'all been playing with us too much a couple of other things i guess we'll probably get one for like jujutsu kaisen even though for the most part we know what's to come with season two maybe we could get a trailer for that or something like that and then probably martial magic and muscles will probably get the first trailer for the upcoming anime there and i'm guessing probably a few other things maybe i don't know what they could do with one piece at this point considering we know everything that's about to go down and it'll be years before we get another film film red right now is still tearing it up at the box office but in particular the two super stages of value i gotta keep stressing that that i want are boruto and black clover chainsaw man i don't know what they could do with a super stage for that either but i'd imagine they're not gonna miss out considering by that point the chainsaw man anime will be knee deep in releases and yeah it would be huge imagine a chainsaw man movie oh my god i would run out and see it even if it's an original story i don't care i would would love a chainsaw man film chainsaw man makima origins oh my god but yes people jump festa 2023 announcements incoming hopefully we get some super stages of value my hero academia super stage will be cool too but if they did that it would probably be for another movie and do I want another movie like eh, especially considering movies usually interrupt the production quality of the TV anime and nah okay people next up an update for the bastard anime over on Netflix in case you are unfamiliar familiar with bastard it's an anime based off of a kind of relatively older manga the manga been on hiatus for a very long time due to the author having health issues back in the day it had an anime OVA set but it never really popped so I was kind of shocked when I saw wait a minute Netflix got an anime for it uh, but let's read there's an update for the anime's second core bastard heavy metal dark fantasy second core there was an anime pv which looks really awesome dark snyder always looking like a badass g uh new episodes arrive on netflix on september 15th and i'll be honest with you uh i've been trying to watch bastard pretty much since it came out initially i was a little distracted watching a bunch of live action stuff but then on top of that when i finally sat down to watch it i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know if it's the adaptation or what like it's all right, but I kind of expected better because I remember really loving the old anime OVAs that came out back in the day. I believe I actually have it somewhere around here. Like, I really loved that old OVA and the Netflix anime. I don't know if it's the colors or the tone or what, it hasn't been hitting like I thought it would. And maybe I'll do a bastard uh, review over on my main channel at some given point. If you want one of those, definitely let me know. But yeah, not the biggest fan of it. And I know this isn't a review for for it per se but just wanted to give you guys a heads up on my thoughts on Bastard thus far either way new episodes coming September 15th if I end up finishing season one I'll probably jump in and see what's good with or not season one the first core uh, I'll probably check out the second core but I'm a little iffy on it right now let me know if you've checked out Bastard if you've actually been interested in it or did you like it hate it? your thoughts on it moving forward Stars fans yes Stars fans in particular of the anime over on Netflix we got an update on the final season of B-Stars what's happening when it's coming and it's not the greatest update in the world considering it's going to be a while until we get more B-Stars Anime B-Stars its final season season 3 will be distributed on Netflix in 2024 and the staff of the first two seasons return for the sequel which i want to say they're done by Studio Orange but 2024 dog we haven't even cracked 2023 yet we haven't even we're barely into you know what i'm saying the end of 2020 was still in September we're not even in the final quarter of the year yet and they're talking about 2024 so that sounds like a ways off I'll be honest I really loved B Beastars's first season the second season was okay I wasn't that big of a fan not due to aesthetics because for the most part the 3D art and animation like usually when you're using 3D art and animation if it's on like animals and stuff like that it's fine it never really bothered me for B Stars. I always thought like eh, it kind of fits it's it's all right but yeah I wasn't the biggest fan of season two I'm hoping to season three could turn it around for me and considering it's the final season make it count but yeah that's a ways off man i was expecting maybe like spring or summer hell even fall of 2023 but 2024 i'm guessing at the earliest we could get maybe like january of 2024 so still a ways a ways off if you was hoping for b stars coming this year or next year don't because it won't be arriving until 2024 over on netflix Eh, take the good with the bad it gives them more time to really polish it and make it look Purdy for us. Moving forward, Sword Art Online fans. In case you missed it, in one of the latest episodes of Forever News, we spoke about the film that was coming to theaters over there in Japan was postponed. They said it was due to COVID reasons, and I said, oh, so the people going to watch Dragon Ball and all of these other films in theaters they were immune to COVID. But Sword Art Online fans, nah, they can't rock with that, huh? <laughs> but it was postponed nonetheless. Uh, I believe it's Sword Art Online, the movie Progressive Shirozo of the deep night and they now got a new updated date for it it says here the postponed date is now October 22nd of 2022 so oh by that point it's gonna slow down honestly I feel like that was straight up and irresponsibly at that a misuse of the excuse of hey COVID like I feel like they just used that because either there was production issues maybe they wanted to drum up a little more interest something there and they just said man just tell them it's COVID which if that's the case that's a very very shitty excuse to use like at the end of the day if that's not legitimately the reason why you're postponing it why come out with that at all it just seemed a little bit fishy to me like oh so covid is a problem now but next month it's not gonna be a problem like if anything it gives more of an opportunity for by next month something to happen where hey it's getting bad again we gotta shut down japan so yeah, just something to keep in mind, but uh, if you were over there in Japan or waiting for our Soda Online, uh, October 22nd, it will be coming And I probably won't be watching that movie for a while. I still haven't watched, I don't know how many of the latest films in the anime. I'm still um, waiting to jump into, I guess it would be what, season three at this point. Yeah, I never even got into that one. Alitization, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, eventually I'll get into it. Moving forward, quick update for Jujutsu Kaisen manga fans. It says here, Jujutsu Kaisen will be be on break next week and weekly shonen jump issue number 42 the series will resume in issue number 43 as scheduled so you will get a jujutsu kaisen chapter this coming round but then the following there won't be and i'm appreciative that not only of course they're giving these authors breaks we talk about it all the time every time there's a break like these authors deserve it all that good stuff but I'm glad that at the very least they rotated so it's not just like in one issue you know three manga that you love automatically absent like they give Horikoshi his break with My Hero and then the following week Gege gets their break and then so on and so forth it's fine with me because i read a bunch of stuff from the magazine anyway so it's like okay well next week we'll catch jujutsu and probably the following week black clover will be on break and so on and so forth but i always feel it's important to give you guys updates so that you know what's going on and you don't think did they cancel jujutsu guys like no just break scheduled usual next up quick update for the success of the manga sakamoto days if you ain't reading sakamoto days man it's pretty fire from what i've read so far i really like it but it says here sakamoto days has reached 1.9 million copies in circulation thanks to its latest reprints and the series will be receiving a color page next week in weekly shonen jump issue number 42 so almost 2 million copies sold considering sakamoto days is an unconventional series for shonen jump It's about like this old out of shape retired assassin and like things coming to his life but for the most part he just wants to be with his family and his shop so to see that it actually has been able to obtain almost 2 million not necessarily sales it's you know out there pretty much and I always look at it as yeah people haven't bought all 1.9 million but if it's already in stores it's only a matter of time especially considering the anime is going to be inevitable with this one it's doing pretty well sales wise it's only a matter of time until 1.9 million are sold but it's in circulation right now and I'm glad to see a few series from that generation of Jump that hasn't even really got animated yet. The Marshalls, Undead Unlocked, Sakamoto Days, getting an actual, you know, bit of success, so to speak. Especially, again, I look at Sakamoto Days as it's different for Jump. And Jump has been trying a lot of different things. Some of them don't work. Some of them get canceled. But Sakamoto Days is here to stay. 1.9 million. And if I blazed it up, I'd call it Sakamoto Haze. Hey! <laughs> Don't steal my idea, damn it. Imagine you going to cop some shit, homie, like, yo, dog, I got that Sakamoto haze on deck. Actually, be responsible if there's a dispensary around you. Go that route. Assuming you're into that stuff. If not, leave it alone. Honestly, just do your thing. Be your best person. Live your best life. Yeah. For now, I'm giving you guys some dare advice, like, yo, dog. In case you don't know about dare, it's D-A-R-E. It's yeah anyway anyway what am i saying (laughs) moving forward we got the weekly shonen jump and weekly shonen magazine author comments weekly shonen magazine courtesy of jose underscore ke let's start off with weekly shonen jump uh we'll start off with gege akutami author of jujutsu kaisen they said was his latest trip to japan the last chance i'll ever have to see brad pitt in person and i ain't gonna lie i'm still gonna stick to the idea that there's a huge possibility gege akutami is a female because i'm gonna keep it a buck with you i don't know any straight male that is like oh god I gotta meet Brad Pitt so either it's a dude that is into dudes or that's a female I mean for crying out loud when they did that big interview or whatnot we didn't even get to see Gaga Akutami what they look like and yeah there's still rumors out there that go Gotoge is a female as well and I know there's a lot of people like don't even say that it's a man like what would be the problem if it was a woman that's writing some really badass shit like Jujutsu Kaisen I'm just saying so Gaga Akutami uh I hope you get to meet Brad Pitt I've never wanted to meet him but why not? Moving forward, Yuki Tabata, author the Black Clover. My wife is feeling better now, so she's being playful. This is what I needed. Ah, I love to hear it. I'm so glad his wife is in recovery. You see with Tabata, he's a family man. He loves his wife, he loves his kid. I'm glad to hear that. I'm dead serious. Like, shout outs to Tabata. That's really awesome to hear. And shout outs to his wife. Continue a speedy recovery. We got Hajime Komodo, author of Martial Magic and Muscles. When you're older, apparently being bit by a mosquito is less itchy. So that's what's going on. I don't know what you talking about, dog. Towards the end of last week, I got bit up a couple of times by mosquitoes and them shits was annoying as hell. So yeah, Hajime Komodo, you're on your own with that one, buddy. And we'll wrap this up with Koi Hora author of My Hero Academia. I had a lot of Baskin Robbins ice cream delivered and played ice cream shop by myself. Live it up, dog, if that's your version of your best life, I ain't mad at it, although it kind of feels like a Baskin Robbins little sponsorship there imagine they gave (laughs) Kohei Horikoshi like a sponsorship for Baskin Robbins get the bag dog run it up then we got the weekly shonen magazine author comments did I say I was starting off with them I don't know I'm all over the place in this episode forgive me lads we got Yusuke Nomura author of Blue Lock I really want to live in a Ritzwell showroom (laughs) very weird but all right Uh, we got to your Eternities, Yoshitoki Oima some baby roaches appeared that's nasty as hell again okay uh we got Toki your Avengers is Ken wakui I helped my kids with their summer homework. Even with us working together, we barely finished on time. You're involved in a children's life. What more could you ask for? We got Nakaba Suzuki, author of Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Seven Deadly Sins. I bought volume two of the Fighting Fantasy collection. I was moved to tears. I enjoy game books so much. We got Negi haruba author of Ranger Reject. It's so hot that the Frappuccino I bought was juice by the time I got home. Ooh. Uh, George Morikawa, author of *Hajimeno Epo*. Amamiya, of- of the sanctuary was right about everything. Right about what? Now I gotta go check that out to see what George Morikawa was saying they were right about. Uh, then we got Hiromashima, author of Fairytale Eden Zero. I took part in the World Cosplay Summit 2022. I met so many wonderful cosplayers. I know this is redundant and I do it but <laughs> clap it up for Hiromashima. Now he's getting it and rubbing elbows with the cosplay community. If this man is not an exemplary mangaka human being just... God damn it, Hiro Mashima! you're freaking amazing. I really hope you one day see this just so that you know that there are people that legitimately appreciate your hustle, your strive, and just what you bring to the anime and manga world, man. You're freaking amazing, dog. I really hope you know that. Like, you're incredible. I really, really admire everything that you're doing, dog. Keep it up, for real. And we wrap this up with Kei Urona, author of Gachi Akuta. I got to draw something I've been wanting for a long time this chapter. More than that, the fact that all of us, my staff and I, you United to draw it together and it will remain in my memories. Yay, we'll work as a group, it's great. But yeah, people, those were the weekly Shonen Jump and weekly Shonen Magazine author comments, always a treat. And last but not least, let's put this episode to bed with the top 50 best selling manga of the week, courtesy of Jose underscore Ken. Okay, so 50 through 41, let's see what do we have here on the docket. Yeah, we got at 49, Spy Family with another. 12,000 for volume 8, 1.7 mil. Uh, Shokugeki no Sanji at number 44 with 13,000, bringing a total of 125. One Piece Episode A, Volume 2, still selling 14,000, total of 143. Then we got places 40 through 31. Uh, we got One Piece still charging up, Volume 101. Y'all know One Piece, the back catalog is doing pretty well, and even the latest volumes are doing great too. Uh, Almost 2 million on that one. Great, great, great. One Piece Episode A, Volume 1, 14,000. You could tell a lot of people are getting the Volume 1 and Maybe waiting on getting the Volume 2, but awesome stuff there. Then jumping places 30 through 21, we got at number 24, Solo Leveling, Volume 10. I know I'm, like, super jumping, and we have at number 25, uh, One Piece, Volume 102 as well, another one. It seems as though One Piece is closing in on doing, like, 2 million a piece for the latest volumes, which that's nuts, dog. 100 volumes in and doing that. Never seen it before. Uh, Then we got Solo Leveling at number 22 with volume 9. Another 19,000, bringing its total to 35,000. Four Knights of the Apocalypse at number 21, volume 19. 19, 19,000, bringing its total to 67. Four Knights of the Apocalypse definitely going to get an anime adaptation. More than likely with Netflix. It seems as though Nakamura Suzuki's works are like exclusive to there. Um, But, man, I really enjoyed what I read of the Four Knights of the Apocalypse. First few chapters, but... I've heard some mm, inappropriate things, so, yeah. And I'm not talking about the author, by the way. I want to be clear. I'm talking about uh, one of the latest chapters. Just had some weird stuff in it with an older woman and a younger boy. You know? Then we got places 20. 20- through 11 we've got let's see a lot of really things that i'm not too familiar with i mean at number 11 we got goblin slayer side story year one doing thirty thousand almost goblin slayer actually from what i saw i think i saw like the first episode or two i actually have the blu-ray right over there i really need to watch the whole thing just so i know for sure that it is an absolute cesspool of crazy (laughs) and we got top 10 over here. Uh, Another Goblin Slayer at number 7. Volume 13, 43,000. People are eating it up. Pause. Uh, We got One Piece Volume 103. Another 59,000. 1.7. That one is doing great and it's because it has some awesome contents and I love that cover, man. The purple just looks mm, just greatness. Uh, Number 2, Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 20. It's been like stuck at number 2 forever. uh, With 76,000 bringing its total to 1.3. And at number 1, Tokyo Revengers latest Volume 29 with another 147,000 almost 600,000 591,000 uh tokyo avengers still selling well despite the fact that a lot of people have been saying it's been going downhill for a long time i put the manga on pause i plan on getting back into it at some given point but hey numbers don't lie, people are still into it, and yes people, that's all the stories we have for today's episode, curious what you guys think, most important story, favorite story, something I didn't cover, and you're screaming for why didn't you cover it, please let me know, so laugh for this one, I'm for World, and as always people, have an awesome day, and remember the golden rule, anime, and manga, for life boy, have an awesome day, peace, in. and you guys just watched another episode of for number new have an awesome day. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell. I'm just saying I bring you the news so you be in tune. Have an awesome one. I have a dream alone in my room as I sit with the tea. Couldn't possibly think what I often see. And you don't even know how I often blink. Lights be flashing and looking at me. Such an odd unique. Yet I'm so unique. And you're looking at me. If the walls could talk, they would probably read me. I probably say, bitch, get the fuck off me.